Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Are you looking for deep transformation, deep purpose in your life, but you find yourself kind of stuck, maybe afraid that any decision you make might lead to failure? Well, no matter how much we long for fulfillment, we do have to get clear about where we are now so that we can move forward from that place. My guest on today's show is Donna Tornillo, and she's here to share strategies for creating clarity and taking confident action to follow our dreams. Are you ready to meet her? Donna Tornillo is a spiritual purpose accountability coach. She's an author, a speaker, intuitive, and teacher. Donna's on a mission to help you create clarity in your goals and direction, your connection to your true purpose, and the courage to move confidently into the future. She uses strategies and coaching, including intuitive tarot, and astrology. As a law of attraction coach, Donna teaches the principles of positive intention, mindset, mindfulness, and meditation to help you achieve your desired outcomes with feelings of confidence, worth, and empowerment. You can find out lots more about Donna and her work at theclaritycreator.com. Donna, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much, Karen. It is so wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm glad that you're here. So let's maybe start at the beginning. What brought you to this work? How how did you become the Clarity Creator? Well, it's it's been a journey coming here and arriving at this point. I started life as a classroom teacher, loved teaching children. And uh, when I retired, I had to seek and find something else that would actually repurpose my purpose of being a teacher. Part of that was activated by the fact that um, prior to my retiring from teaching, um, surprisingly, I mean, I was uh, a wife, a mother. Um, I had a, a wonderful life, very traveled all over, did so many things with my husband. And then one day, uh, surprisingly, out of the blue, my whole life changed completely. Mm-hmm. And my life as I knew it disappeared when my husband was indicted on white collar crimes. He went to prison for two years, and with that, um, my my own self-esteem, my own financial security, my own relationship with uh, family members kind of had to be transformed and many times disappeared. So it was really starting over. And how do you do that? You know, how what do you look at? You can either hide under a rock and not stick your nose out to see what's going on. And I did that for a while because I felt the shame and I felt the, the, um, the, the invisibility of everything that I had experienced. And then I realized one day that I had to have charge of my life. And the taking charge of my life came with being clear on where I wanted to go. And the clarity evolved. It transformed. But it was also what gave me the freedom to be who I really came here to be. And sometimes we have to have that contrast to see exactly who we are and what we're supposed to do. And with that, 
as a classroom teacher, I used intuition all the time, but didn't recognize it as such. I just thought, oh, you know, I'm working with kids. This is okay. But then later on, I realized that once I retired from teaching and wanted to do something more, that I then began to seek out what I wanted. And uh, I'd always loved astrology since my hippie days, you know, <laughs> all, you know, long hair, fringe, and a baby on my hip. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but from there, um, I, after retiring from teaching in 2011, I then thought, wow, <clears throat> I became across tarot and realized that the two of them meshed beautifully. So I started out as that, taking baby steps in being clear on where I was going. And from there, it became, as I did readings, people were saying to me, well, what do I do with this information? I really love how you have given me clarity on this, but now I don't know what to do with it. This is where the coaching took place. So it's been an evolution. It's been a transformation and it's been a journey and I've loved every moment of it. And I can say that now that I'm out of the fog, <laughs> <laughs> but at sometimes not so sure, but I can say that now that I am very grateful for everything that I've experienced because it's taught me so much. So that journey brought me to this place now of not just being a tarot astrologist, but realizing that clarity is so important for us to live the life that we're supposed to live, to live with purpose, to live with positive intention. If we don't have the clarity that we need just for everyday living, let alone the big decisions that we make in life, then we're kind of lost and stuck. I'm thinking as I listen to you about the ways in which I'm passionate about intuition and teach intuitive development and all that stuff, shame blocks intuition, fear blocks intuition. Um, when we are cloudy, we don't know what to do, we're anxious, we're conflicted, that can block our intuition. We start to doubt ourselves, that doubt leads us to doubt even more, and pretty soon we're on that spiral of not kind of knowing what to do. I'm hearing you say that as you went through all that and kind of worked your way through, resolved that, the, the feelings of shame or wanting to hide, that you had a clearer connection with your intuition and greater clarity on your path. Yes. It took time. I had to look inward because there, and it's amazing. That's where it all starts. And that's where everything that's important and who we are as a person is. But many times we rely on what the outside messages are, whether it's people, whether it's what we do in life, you know, it's the outside messages that we see. And that seems to give us whatever uh, confirmation is of who we are. But that's not where the reality is. Where we truly are is inside, in our soul, in our heart. And I had, I had to, I mean, I'm saying had with all caps. I had to look inside because I didn't have the outside. If I had read every newspaper article, whether uh, in Florida or the New York Times or listened to every news report when I was going through what I was doing uh, with everything that was happening with my husband, I mean, I, my opinion of myself would have been the lowest of the low, but I knew who I was inside. I knew that this could not be who I would become later. It could not eclipse my whole purpose in life. And that's what the outside messages were doing to me. I chose not to accept it. Did it happen immediately? Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. There were family members that I had to say goodbye to in the process of becoming who I was because I was not going to hear those negative messages any longer. It's not easy to do that. But at the same time, if we are to live a life of freedom and on purpose and with every every being, every cell in our body rejoicing with who we truly are and why we're here, then we have to move forward from the inside out. This is a little bit of an off-the-wall question, but in your work as someone who's not just doing readings but then doing coaching, not just bringing through the intuitive information, but helping people implement that information, as you have healed and grown and you are changing, I believe we are always healing, always growing, always changing. As you continue this process, has it been helpful in healing for you, the work that you've done with others, the way that, Others have let you into their stories, their paths, their processes? Yes, because we, we, we think we're alone. We think that we're the only ones that are going through this. Um, when, and many times, because every, you know, just for you, as you as well, every opportunity that I have to work with a client is confidential. That, you know, that, and that's what I say from the very beginning, so that people feel open and secure with being able to share with me. They're, once they, their journey is out, and you know, that's really the beginning of the healing, yeah. is just recognizing that we don't have to stay in that shame, that we can share whatever it is and share it with someone else. And once you get it out there, the healing begins because you're not holding it in. And it's Nothing can heal and, and be well because it's always festering as you continue that internal dialogue or that internal video of what you think the world thinks you are or who you think other people perceive you to be. You know, whatever it is that we go through when we don't have that great talk to ourselves. And, um, yes, yeah, the healing begins with that. Uh, many times people will say, well, you've had it so easy. This is, this is the way things are because I don't wear my story on my sleeve. That's not the way to live life. We shouldn't be living in our wounds. We live with all of that joy of, of expectation of a beautiful life. And when you live in that joy, the rest of it kind of just goes by the wayside. But sometimes you have to share that story for healing for other people but it also allows other people to share their stories as well. And that's where the story shifts, I believe, from something that we sometimes with a story like that, we can take that and use it to harm ourselves, right? We hit ourselves over the head with it. We rush up against its sharp edges and bleed from it. And it it can shift to a place where in me sharing my story, you sharing your story, now somebody else might go, wait a minute, I guess it's okay. I can talk about this. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, because we never really know what somebody else is going through. And no. somebody doing the work that you do where people trust you and share their stories and their paths and you bring them to clarity and help them move forward, that requires a lot of trust. And so I think sometimes those difficult stories can be tools for opening opening up that trust. When we share it, as you're saying, kind of in, in the right way, not from living in your wounds, but from that place of health and healing. Oh, I did enough of that to myself with, you know, bumping up against the sharp edges and and the uh, unbelievable negative self-talk. I mean, I did all that because that's how I was feeling at the time and attracted that into my life. 
instead of the positive people that could really uplift me because I was uplifted or are in the process of doing that, you know, I was attracting people that reinforced my story. Once I learned that what I start from the inside affects my outside, not the reverse, not the outside affecting the inside, it was amazing how my life changed. I moved from Miami when all of this occurred and into North Florida, and this is where I went back to teaching, and I found a brand new life here, and it was amazing the beautiful people that came into my life that I never knew existed, and when you go through something like that as well, it's amazing the people that turn up in your life that you never expected to come and give you a kind word, the ones that sometimes you expect to be there and supportive aren't. So it is a wonderful sorting and sifting, in a way, of finding who is really there, not only finding who you are, but who is really there in a true, authentic sense of loving unconditionally. And that's a beautiful thing. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. My guest is Donna Tornillo. You can find out more about Donna and her work at theclaritycreator.com. So I know you're also a law of attraction coach and and you, you've said some things about how it's what we, what starts from the inside and how you had attracted people to you who either like kept you from that healing or then after the move and after things changed, attracted people to you who encouraged that healing. What would you say to listeners who are a little bit tangled up in the law of attraction and who might be feeling like the, the quote, bad things they attract are because they themselves are bad or doing it wrong? Well, I don't think it's a matter of doing it wrong. It's a process um, because I can't say that what I did was wrong. It, what it did was make it evident that I create my life, that I create whatever is happening around me. Now, is there some synchronicity in that with, with what's going on around us? Absolutely. But within ourselves, once we, and it starts from love, and this is where starting from the inside out really matters. If we love who we are, all, warts and all, you know, I mean, we're not perfect. We've got our little idiosyncrasies, each and every one of us. But it comes from love first, and that's where the real attraction and manifestation starts. If we truly love ourselves, really love ourselves for who we are, that's what we attract into us, our lives. So it's not about being wrong. It's about being on that path of finding what is going to work for the best for us. And in that path of finding what works for the best for us, we also learn to find out who we really are and what's important to us and like ourselves. You know, we've got to start liking ourselves even before we love ourselves, hmm. but just liking ourselves. And that was that took me a while. I mean, just when you think about not just with what I went through, but even as we are raised, you know, our, our belief system that we come into that, uh, for instance, depending upon, you know, I was raised. Um, very strict Catholic. And so a lot of that was, you know, you weren't worthy and deserving of those things. You, you know, you were a sinner and so you weren't perfect. And you, you know, all of that message started, you know, when I was six years old, you know, five years old. And it's, and, the, and there's nothing wrong with the Catholic religion. That's what the message was. And that's what it was taught that, that I was taught. And when we think about social media and we think about ads, that we see marketing of, of different beauty products or clothing or whatever, the whole attraction of that is that we are not good enough as we are, so we need to buy this product to make us 
prettier or thinner or whatever it happens to be. So the messages, even if they're subliminal, are out there. But once we understand that we are perfect in every way and we are a wonderful person in every way, then it it just changes the whole message and what we accept and see outside. Does that make sense? It, I hope I hope so. It, no, it does. It's beautiful, and I, and I'm what I'm taking from this is how it starts at love. I've been asking myself as I'm listening to you. So, what are the seeds of clarity, right? Like, what are the little, what's the spark that starts it? And I'm hearing you say love, and being present, and being open to change, trusting to share, and open to change. Yeah, and that's a hard thing. I mean, even developing my intuition, although I didn't recognize I was using intuition, when I started mentoring with with um, a teacher to help me become or recognize my intuition, I had to learn to trust that my higher power was giving me messages, and I had to just not judge it. I had to now know that whatever messages I was receiving were were real. They were not you know, especially if they seem a little odd when you get some kind of, you know, intuitive hit, you're going, what the heck was that? And, but it's, there is real. I mean, it's, it really is real. And that's where the clarity comes. If we trust the messages that we hear, trust your gut, if you will, is another way of just putting it very plainly and clearly. If we really trust that and don't judge it, our clarity comes easier. I'm, I want to know more about how you use astrology and tarot together, both ancient and sophisticated, deep arts, both working with archetypes, both working in such a lovely, I don't know, mysterious kind of, I'm going to say chewy right way. How do you put, how do you put them together? How does that work? Well, they are related because, for instance, the, uh, in, in tarot, there's two parts to tarot, the major and the minor arcana. And the major arcana basically is the soul level uh, messages. And in the major arcana, I'm just going to use one instance, is a card that's called the tower. And it's not a real pretty picture, but it's about upheaval in our lives that brings us to something better. It's an, it's an awakening moment. Well, that card relates to the planet Uranus, which is the great awakener, which is the one that is, can stir things up suddenly and bring us to this place of like, holy cow, what was that? And then, wow, this is perfect right now, but I didn't know I had to go through all of that to arrive at this place. So that's where they're related anyway in so many different ways. And then, you know, with numerology with, on the cards, we have the different numbers that have their their different meanings. Like a three is about communicating and, and uh, working in groups and planning. So, you know, we have all of the numbers that actually have a meaning. But I take though the cards and um, my the reading that is the most most impactful and powerful for people is my clarity reading, and that's a, a fourteen card reading. But two, 12 of the cards are done within the 12 houses of the Zodiac. So this does not even have to relate. I do not need someone's uh, birth information to do an astrology chart, you know, a, a birth chart. That's not necessary. The um, 12 cards are laid out by the first house, second house, third house, and so on to go around the chart. And then there's two summary cards. So, for instance, if the first house, is how you show up in the world, how the world sees you, how you project yourself to others in the world. 
this is the house that's ruled by in the natural chart by Aries. Well, let's say that um, for a dear friend of mine, the, that first house had the um, high priestess. Well, people saw her as um, someone that can give wonderful intuitive guidance, someone that can lead you forward to 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 make the best decisions, to 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 be. The, she's she's seen as a leader and and a nurturer and a guide, and so. That was a beautiful card to have there, and that really reinforced And Maybe she didn't see herself as that initially, but once we talked about it, she could see that what she did as, a, as her career, but also who she was as a person, helped her show up in the world to help others be as the best that they could be. So it, when you do each house that way, depending upon the card that shows up, then you can get a full picture and it's a story and it blends in from one house to the other. And I, I really love working that way. And I also am one of those, I don't use uh, reverse cards, which most tarot readers do because I feel that if we need to show a bump in the road or something that needs to change, it's going to come out in the cards anyway, even in an upright position. And I've found from practice and, and let's face it, we're all like this, that I can have display eight cards, seven of them, the most perfect cards going, and one is reversed. And where do we focus? Mm. We focus on the one that's the reverse card. Mm. I, in my mind and how I feel and how I'm guided is, is that if we feel that we can be the best that we can because the cards say that and show us our power, show us our, our confidence and our courage to be who we came here to be, that a bump in the road is not going to be anything. Not even a, won't even feel like a stubbed toe because we already know that we have the, the power and confidence to handle it. So I, I have been guided to, to do my readings and to focus that way rather than working in a negative sense. I really think we get enough negative messages and um, I, I choose not to add to them. I was working with a deck of, and I can't remember which deck it was. This is Oracle cards now. I don't read tarot, but a deck of Oracle cards. And it said in the little booklet that came with it, reversed cards. If you get a reversed card, it means the card is upside down. Turn it right side up. <laughs> and that was, <laughs> and that's all they had to say about reverse. Hey, that card's upside down. Fix that. Um, <laughs> I love that. Um, See? So we've only got a couple minutes left, but I want to be sure that you have a chance to let readers know um, how they can connect with you through your website and also how they can get more information about the not just the readings, but the coaching that you offer as well. Oh, yes. And I because uh, people have said to me, one reading isn't enough. Well, how do I follow through, which I've already talked about? It was I, I have been asked to not just have the coaching, which is more intensive, but to just have more of a touch point and uh, clarity type readings over a course of of a few months. So um, on my website, theclaritycreator.com, along with the fact that I really would love to give the listeners a gift, and that would be to go to my website and sign up for the card of the year. Ooh. Every every from birthday to birthday, we have a new a new um, based on numerology a new tarot card that then kind of highlights 
what our year is going to be like, like and what the focus is. So it's not like you're going to be hit with any big surprises. You, you can have an understanding. Now, is it that, that theme cast in stone? Of course not. You know, I mean, we, all, we have free will and we have all sorts of other things that can impact it. But the overall basis of your year is, is a theme. So within that, please sign up for that. I would love to send you that information. Then this is on my website as well, and it's called the Continuous Clarity Program. And this then is over the course of seven months. It starts with a a baseline reading, as I had already described, and then it ends with that same reading, which then is like an assessment that shows the growth. So within those seven months is also two other readings with touch points every other month. But the other one reading is... um, Financial Abundance Tarot reading. I mean, we, we do get concerned about our finances. We do like to know where we're blocking that abundance that comes into our life, where we're allowing it to come easily so we can allow that space to grow. So it's, it offers some really good information about what to do with that. And then the other reading that's within that seven-month program is, um, the relationship, connecting to relationships, and where relationships and working with others comes easily. It may also highlight uh, relationships in your life that may need a little bit of work or may be going easily. And what is it that makes it go so easily and work so well that we're so comfortable in that relationship that we can carry over what works in that relationship to others? So it's it just it's a you know digs deeper into what motivates us mm-hmm. and where love happens really is really what that's about. So oh. I love this this program and as I said, people have asked for it. I thought, well, you know, you don't don't really go and do something that people don't ask for. So <laughs> I mean, why why do that? So um, that's what this has been, and I really really love. Um, I love the whole concept of it, and it's just exciting. I love working with the cards and seeing how clarity just lights up a per- person's life, just having answers of, of that focus and, and um, just that assuredness and that peace that comes with clarity. Donna, thank you so much for being on the program. I've really loved hearing your take on this, and I hope that the listeners got some great seeds of of clarity. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much, Karen. I've had a wonderful time. This Me has too. been great. Thank, thank you. you. That was Donna Tornillo, and you can find out more about Donna and her work at theclaritycreator.com. Please go ahead and sign up to get your card of the year. I'm going to go get mine because um, I don't have mine yet. I don't. What is my card for the year? Go get your card for the year and check out her other offerings. That's at theclarityCreator.com. And, of course, I invite you to check out KarenHager.com. Great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session with me there if you are so inclined. And thank you. For listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. <laughs>